Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled "I Finally Let Go of Resentment." By a Falun Dafa practitioner in China, the article was published on the Mingwei website on January 9, 2024. Even though I had a strong attachment to resentment, Master watched over me and guided me through his teachings. He compassionately arranged opportunities for me to see my resentment and eliminate it. Master said in Lecture Four of Zhuan Falun, "Quote." If we encounter these problems, we should not compete and fight like others. If you do what that person did, aren't you an ordinary person? Not only should you not compete and fight like him, but also you should not resent that person in your heart. Really, you should not hate that person. If you hate that person, aren't you upset? You have not followed forbearance. We practice Jen Shan Ren, and you would have even less compassion to speak of. Unquote. While I avoided direct conflicts with others, in my mind I often revisited past grievances. Over the years, I recognized these attachments, and I diligently worked to eliminate them and elevate my chin ching. Part one: Discovering my resentment. Throughout my career, I consistently maintained good relationships. With both leaders and colleagues, and they had a good impression of me. Our relationships became even more harmonious after I began practicing Falun Dafa. Aligning myself with the principles of Dafa, I prioritized cultivating myself, took material interests lightly, and consistently considered others first. My work environment seemed perfect, and I believed I was free of resentment. However, Two years before my retirement, an incident exposed my resentment. That year, my company underwent significant restructuring, and many colleagues used various tactics to secure better positions. With only two years left before my retirement, my leader allowed me to remain in my current position. However, one day, one leader approached me and said that an individual. Was competing for my position. She resorted to threats, claiming she would take some form of action if her demands were not met. The leaders hoped I would voluntarily let her have my job. Without hesitation, I agreed. I felt that I upheld Dafa's standard of thinking of others first. However, when I reported to my new position at a kindergarten, I was shocked to see more than thirty children between two and a half and four years old. The only staff members were myself and an inexperienced assistant. I didn't know where to begin, as no one had provided any instructions or direction. Another teacher said, "You know, no one wanted to work in this kindergarten. The person who took your position." Suggested that only you could handle it. That's why they assigned you to this class. The other teachers and one of the leaders sympathized with me and said it was unfair. 
I momentarily forgot that I was a practitioner, and this was an opportunity to elevate my chin-ching. Feeling overwhelmed, I reached out to the principal in tears and complained about the challenges I faced in my new role. I asked her to reassign me. The following day, when I saw her embarrassed expression, I remembered that I was a practitioner and should handle challenges with compassion. Master said in Lecture 4 of Juan Fallen, quote, Since studying Fallen Dafa, these workers have been coming to work early and going home late. They work very diligently and will do any assignment their supervisor gives. They also no longer compete for personal gain. Unquote. After I read what Master said and enlightened, I started to view my new job with a different perspective. I developed a harmonious relationship with my assistant, and we coordinated smoothly. When I retired, my co-workers, the staff and parents, praised me. I used the opportunity to tell them about Falun Dafa. As a result, many of them withdrew from the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, and its affiliated organizations. Even though I never mentioned what happened, a noticeable distance developed between myself and the colleague who was given my former position. It wasn't until after I retired when a colleague brought up the incident that I found myself recounting the story with anger. I suddenly realized I still resented the woman who took my job and the leader who arranged it. At that moment, I knew I had not comprehended the fa and had not cultivated myself. I knew that I missed a valuable opportunity arranged by Master to improve. Part 2. I Stopped Resenting My Husband Although I resented my husband for years, I kept trying to improve. On the surface, I was able to control myself, but when he criticized me, I could not. He constantly complained about me, from my cooking to what I purchased to my interactions with others. The situation sometimes became so intense that we yelled at each other, even over minor issues like misplaced items. Our relationship recently deteriorated and we did not speak to each other for days. Even though I knew better, I often argued with him and I even complained to our children. At times I looked inward. I saw my attachments to jealousy, resentment, showing off, competitiveness, and a strong ego. I realized I was impatient and wanted to be praised. So I sent righteous thoughts to get rid of these attachments. Despite all of my efforts, I continued arguing with my husband. One day when we began arguing, I tried to control myself by not responding, but the anger within me still burned. That night, I had a vivid dream. I stood on a high, narrow platform without a guardrail. Suddenly, a familiar figure on my left fell with a terrified scream. I looked down but couldn't see the bottom. I felt in my heart that she was gone. I suddenly slipped and caused a landslide. I began running and managed to evade the danger. When I woke up, I felt Master showed me this dream to enlighten me. 
it seemed that my long-standing attachments and resentment accumulated and were like an iceberg. I was in grave danger. When my husband woke up, I apologized to him. My husband practiced the exercises before, but stopped when the persecution began. He resumed doing them to improve his health, but stopped again after two local practitioners were arrested. When I looked inward, I realized that his negative attitude towards Dafa might be linked to my shortcomings at home, preventing him from fully understanding how wonderful Falun Dafa is. I've lately noticed Master's teachings about Buddhas not speaking frivolously. I realized that to cultivate my speech, I must first focus on improving my character. One day while I was cooking, my husband repeatedly said something irritating. I could feel my anger rising, but this time I told myself I'm not going to engage in a fight. This time I won't say anything. Miraculously, I felt the resentment removed from my heart. It was truly a wonderful experience. The joy of getting rid of the resentment that once blocked my heart was immense. Following this breakthrough, my husband's words no longer felt harsh, and I was able to calmly talk with him. Part 3. Conclusion Resentment can negatively impact one's mind preventing people from thinking rationally and truly resolving issues. Understanding that resentment is linked with other attachments harmful to both oneself and others, I was determined to eliminate it. The process was challenging, but I knew it was because I was holding on to attachments while attempting to remove them. My loopholes allowed the old forces to exploit my vulnerabilities, and persecute me. The process of writing this article has helped expose and eliminate my attachments. I always had difficulty meditating for an hour. However, after finishing this article, I was able to meditate for an additional 20 minutes, and I entered a state of tranquility. The persistent swelling in my legs has vanished. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled Human Beings Are Suffering and Waiting to Be Saved by a Falun Dafa practitioner in the Middle East. The article was published on the Minghui website on December 29, 2023. I'd like to share a recent insight I had while I meditated. My celestial eye is not open, but I felt and saw the following scene. While I meditated, I suddenly felt that human beings were suffering. Although on the surface they seem to be just going about their lives, their souls are in agony. For them, it is as though they're locked in a three-foot-by-six-foot cage. I was reminded of a caged animal just pacing back and forth, completely miserable and unable to endure being kept captive in such a small space. I actually experienced the intense feeling of being locked up and suffocating. I could not bear it any longer and I longed to be freed. This was the first time I had ever felt this way and I burst into tears. 
I understood that although people around me seem to enjoy their lives, only the shell on the surface seems fine, whereas their true spirits are suffering and crying out for help. I thought that what I experienced might be a first small step toward true compassion. I wonder if other practitioners who are at the same level can feel the intense suffering of sentient beings. Then how much more intensely does our benevolent master feel it? Who could imagine master's pain because he truly can see and feel sentient beings suffering? This might explain why master constantly urges us to cultivate ourselves well so that we can effectively save people. I also understood that whether or not we can feel the urgency of the situation depends on our cultivation level. If a cultivator does not upgrade his level, he doesn't really feel that the situation is urgent and that people are truly suffering and waiting to be saved. I've had difficulty removing my hatred and resentment toward others, and I've had no sympathy for some of my co-workers. They didn't hurt me physically and only badmouthed me to others, Nonetheless, they were petty, jealous, and egotistical, and I couldn't help but be angry about it. After what I experienced during meditation, my perspective changed completely. I understood that the people who act badly are actually doing it out of ignorance. In fact, their knowing side is against this behavior. Their true being is suffering and longs to be helped. Every cultivator knows this, but sometimes Compassionate Master helps us understand by letting us feel or see it vividly like I did. I set aside all my grudges and started to smile at my co-workers and greet them. Gradually we began to talk and the ice melted. I soon had a dream in which two of them sincerely apologized to me. Although I've practiced Falun Dafa for many years, I haven't been able to remove my resentment toward people who have either wronged me or whose behavior has irritated me. I often remind myself of practitioners in China who, although they are persecuted and even tortured, are still trying to save their persecutors. Am I able to forgive and be tolerant the way they are? Have I cultivated ren or forbearance? Master mentions many times in the Fa that what we see here in this world is not the true situation, and that if we were to see the true picture, our perspective would change. Compassionate Master allowed me to briefly see a facet of the true situation and the true picture at my own level, so that I could further cultivate forbearance, be able to assist Master in saving sentient beings, and be worthy of the title Falun Dafa Disciple. This is my understanding at my current level. Please point out anything that does not align with the Fa. Thank you. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled The Importance of Strengthening Righteous Thoughts for Shenyun Promotions by a Falun Dafa practitioner in England. The article was published on the Mingwei website on January 7, 2024. As Falun Dafa practitioners in many countries are currently busy promoting Shenyun, the use of professional marketing methods has played a major role in selling tickets. However, I have noticed a phenomenon. 
Some practitioners are focusing on other projects and paying less attention to Shenyun. This seems to reflect a mentality that it is not important for practitioners to support Shenyun promotion. I think we should pay attention to this. My understanding is that no matter what kind of professional promotion methods we used, we also need every Dafa disciple to support these promotions with their righteous thoughts. Master Li, the founder of Falun Dafa, said in Lecture 2 of Zhuan Falun, quote, What determines one's celestial eye level? It is not that once your celestial eye is opened, you are able to see everything. It is not so. There is still a classification of levels. So what determines the levels? There are three factors. The first is that one celestial eye must have a field going from the inside to the outside, and we call this the essence of qi. What use does it have? It is like a television screen. Without phosphor, after a television is turned on, it is still just a light bulb. It will only have light, but no images. It is because of phosphor that images are displayed. Unquote. I enlightened that just as the essence of qi is indispensable to the level of one's celestial eye, so are Dafa disciples' righteous thoughts essential in the success of Shenyun promotions. Dafa disciples all know that Shenyun is the most powerful project to save people. From an everyday perspective, it is imperative to adopt professional marketing methods. From a cultivation perspective, when Shenyun saves people, there will definitely be interference from the old forces. However, Dafa disciples' righteous thoughts are powerful weapons, and Master has taught us how to use them to eliminate the old forces. If we are clear about the relationship between professional marketing methods and Dafa disciples' sending righteous thoughts, we won't focus on the former to the detriment of the latter. Regardless of whatever professional promotion methods are suitable for the local area, there must also be a focus on strengthening our righteous thoughts. This is crucial not only for those practitioners directly promoting Shanyun, but also for practitioners who are not directly involved. When our righteous thoughts become stronger, the energy field will also become stronger. With righteous thoughts from all Dafa disciples, the huge energy field will also help our professional promotion methods achieve the greatest effect. Since the situation in each region is different, the number of practitioners participating in promoting Shenyun is also different. However, every practitioner should pay attention to having righteous thoughts for Shenyun. I believe that the success of the Shenyun promotion is also an assessment of the local practitioner's cultivation state. The key success factors for Shenyun comes down to how much attention Dafa disciples give to Shenyun how strong the field of righteous thoughts is, as well as using the most effective marketing method for the local area. Above is some of my understanding. If anything is inappropriate, please kindly point it out. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.